Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Oh my god, I almost sounded drunk. Anyway, welcome back. Oh my god. I mean, I'm sober as can be. I just had coffee. I had a CT scan this morning. I couldn't eat or drink anything for like 14 hours. And I was so dehydrated. The woman had to poke me like 18 times to find one vein to put a catheter into. I mean, my god. I was like, lady... I haven't drank water for 12 hours, not 12 days. It shouldn't be this hard, you know? Oh, my God. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. I have a, a and YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, hi. You can find me every week. I post new videos, reviews, interviews with the latest reality stars or people that are making love to God, whatever it is. The Sarah Fraser Show. Subscribe. Turn on your notifications. I adore you all. Full show today, okay? Full show. I talked about on Monday's podcast, uh, you know, when do you wear out your welcome? How many days should you stay with your family? How many nights should you stay with your family before it's time to leave? I stay 10 days and yeah, I'm on vacation. I leave some dishes in the sink overnight. My family was not very happy. They want me to get my own place. I think that's rude as hell. Okay, you want me to come visit your ass in Maine, okay? I mean, that's like schlepping to parts of Alaska. Okay, there's one airport in, one airport out. Same with 95, you know? And P.S., 95 is only like two lanes there. Okay, you want me to come and drop $3,500 every time to rent an Airbnb? I can't stay with you and leave a few dishes in the sink? You know, what's a few dirty spoons? Just throw them in the dishwasher, for God's sakes. Anyway, you guys all told me four days. Four days is the limit. That is it. I asked this question on my podcast episode number 699. 
how many days and you guys responded on my IG that it's just four nights. So there you go. Today's episode, I am talking about the Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake full dive into the documentary, The Malfunction or Malfunction, The Dressing Down of Janet Jackson. It is on Hulu. If you haven't watched it, it it's so good. They are dropping all kinds of documentaries left and right. There's one on Jen Shaw. And this one, but with Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, their 2004 Super Bowl incident where you see her titty for like literally five seconds. They dedicated a whole hour to this. And I'm going to give you all my thoughts. You know, does Justin Timberlake deserve all the heat or should we back off? I'll give you that answer right now. It's time to leave Justin Timberlake alone. Like, how much money are these companies, like the New York Times, going to make off of, like, trying to destroy Justin Timberlake? The dude made mistakes because he's been famous since he was, like, 12 in the Disney Club. And he's apologized to both Janet and Britney. And they've done numerous, like, is Justin Timberlake a horrible person? Maybe he is, and I will take this all back. But I'm kind of at the point where I feel bad for Justin Timberlake. Oh, and you know, he did have that discretion a couple of years ago where he was like hooking up with his co-star or whatever in New Orleans and then apologized to his wife. All right, maybe the guy is not such a great guy. But to me, I am holding on to all the sync days. I'm holding on to dick in a box. You know, I'm holding on to suit and tie. I, you know, he's hysterical with Jimmy Fallon. I don't know. He seems like a guy that would be just as much fun to hang out as with Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. This documentary, though, drives me bonkers, but also is a must watch. I want to thank a sponsor. We're going to get into that. And then also I have two great pop culture stories at the end of the show. Colton Underwood, you know him as The Bachelor. Got a new show coming out on Netflix. I can't wait to watch and I'll talk to you about that. And then also, if you always wanted to join the Mile High Club, and I'm sure most people that are watching this are 17, you guys are like, what's the Mile High Club? Anyway, look, kids, when you get older, apparently 78% of Americans want to have sex on an airplane. And now it can happen. Let's thank a sponsor. Best way to support the Sarah Fraser Show, best way to support me and the fabulous team that works on this show is to frequent our sponsors. Buy from them, hit me with a DM, tweet at me, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell me what you love about this show or Spotify. If you're there, follow and also tell me what you love and tell me when you frequent one of our sponsors. Skin Can Do is a local DMV. It's located in Silver Spring, Maryland. It is a all-natural, all-organic skincare company. She even is doing facials for $150, but she has come, she has products that have been featured in Harper's Bazaar, Vogue magazine, and many other high, high-end subscriptions. Her affordable skin line is 15% off when you use the code TSFS. Skincandu.com is the website. I love Sarah D'Amelio, who owns the business. She has owned it for 20 years, and she is dedicated to not only helping you with your skin, and she's known for sensitive skin issues. If you have eczema, if you are allergic to things with fragrances in them, or you can't even do Botox because you have a reaction. Her products are known specifically to help sensitive skin. She also gives back to the community nonstop by rescuing bunnies. Bunnies are often used to be tested for skincare products because of their sensitive skin and reaction. She's made it her mission to save them. I love Skin Can Do. Check them out. SkinCanDo.com and use code TSFS for 15%. Off. So let's get into the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake documentary on Hulu produced by FX and the New York Times. The New York Times, I adore. I, I Actually, I should take that back. I don't adore them. I, I, I think they're very smart. They're going all in on trashy things. Okay. 
Uh, they just, you know, they did the Britney Spears documentary where they trashed, you know, Justin Timberlake. Now they're doing this one with Janet Jackson. Um, you know, before we know it, that chick that pissed on like the guy in the audience at her concert, you know, there'll be a whole hour on, you know, what kind of underwear she, you know, wore. What did she drink leading up to pissing all over his face? I mean, these guys know what we want and we watch it. We watch it and we review it. But this documentary for me is a love-hate, all right? I 100% would watch. You, you should absolutely watch it. In a way, why are we living in the past? Does anyone care about 2004, the nip slip that happened at the Super Bowl? We all remember the moment. Justin Timberlake pulls at her outfit. We see her tit for like 2.2 seconds. I remember sitting in my college dorm room. We were watching the Super Bowl, and everyone was like, wait a minute. Did I just see a titty? Like, What? And, you know, back then we didn't have the rewind replay or whatever. So you couldn't tell. Sip some water. But anyway, at the time, I guess it was a huge deal. I didn't pay that much attention. The only reason I even cared at all about this is because I went into radio after I graduated if you're in the Washington, D.C., actually, the show was syndicated. Shout out if you used to listen to The Kane Show back in 2007 to 2013. I co-hosted with Kane and Sammy and Eric for years. A lot of people still know me from that show. And I remember we would talk a lot about the Janet Jackson incident because the FCC came down so hard on things that we could say, things that we were always trying to straddle that line. You know, we couldn't talk about sex. Isn't it ridiculous now? Now when you think everybody is on OnlyFans, I mean, everyone from Chris Brown to like your neighbor, like everybody, does, does anyone even care about sex anymore? No. Do you These kids that are 12 years old, I mean... They can literally Google titty and see it. Like, I mean, it, it's so ridiculous. And I will give the documentary credit for that. They do say, now looking back, how many, almost going on 20 years later, it's it's so stupid and ridiculous. And now we have shows on HBO. I mean, we literally have Squid Games, okay, where they're blowing away, you know, poor people. And everyone's fine with that. But like a two-second tit drop was like too much for the Super Bowl. Give me a break. What I loved about this is I had forgotten how accomplished Janet Jackson was as a star. All right, so let me give you some highlights of of how amazing Janet Jackson was. Because I had kind of forgotten. You know, she was she's the youngest of the Jackson clan. Obviously, Michael Jackson's sister, the youngest of 10. She's currently 55 years old. Duh, she was born in 66. Famous for TV shows like Different Strokes and Fame. I always forget she was an actress and became famous for being an actress before she launched her music career in her early 20s. Now, Rhythm Nation 1989, I was sort of a little too young to experience all these. I know what you're thinking. Really, bitch? Yeah, really. And it's not often anymore I can say, you know what, I'm too young for something. But I was literally like five years old when Rhythm Nation came out, okay? I didn't really I didn't really get into Janet. I, I Of all the artists... I don't know. She wasn't really my era. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm more Rihanna. You know, I did love Mariah Carey. I'd forgotten, too. Janet Jackson in the 90s was the second most successful recording artist aside from Mariah Carey. I actually think she had more hits and more success than even Whitney Houston, which is kind of hard to believe. So... 100 million records sold. Nobody does that anymore because people don't buy records. People, I mean, I, I just even read the other day that Adele sold like 800,000 CDs. I'm like, to who? I mean, who who still has, although I will say, I did go visit my brother for Thanksgiving and he had a CD case in his car. <laughs> I was like, who are you? Like, who even keeps an old school CD? Hello, MP3. Hello, subscribe to Spotify. What? Anyway, so it's pretty amazing. And I did appreciate that. At first, I found the documentary boring because I didn't really care about the backstory because I knew who 
Janet was, but I did appreciate her cultural significance, and they do a good job of setting that up. Then they get into this whole Super Bowl performance, and essentially, here's some gray area. So Wayne Scott Lucas was her wardrobe stylist at the time, being paid $10,000 a day to style her. And there is a famous meeting between Justin Timberlake, Wayne Scott Lucas, and Janet Jackson a couple of days before the Super Bowl. And it changed to her wardrobe. Because what we find out is initially a skirt, like a layer of skirt was supposed to be pulled off when you hear the the lyric, I'm going to have you naked at the end of this song. Okay. But somewhere along the line, they sort of decided to change it. Wayne Scott Lucas goes out. He buys like that nipple. You know, she has her nipples pierced. She famously went on Oprah Winfrey and talked about how she likes the sensation of it. So he buys this sort of sun nipple bar that she wore. And it leads people to believe, it still leads me to believe, although a lot of people on the documentary are saying, well, it's her body. It was her way of expressing herself. I I, maybe it was. It seems like you kind of have this sun piercing there because you either want people to see it through your clothing. I, why would you Why would you have something that ornate, I guess, if you didn't want people to see it? So fascinating enough, since this documentary has been out, as I mentioned, it's on Hulu. Wayne Scott Lucas reportedly, who was her stylist at the time, He alleges, you know, he's speaking left and right now. And at first he says that Janet has asked him not to speak and that Janet has asked people in her uh, entire circle not to talk about the documentary that's been released by FX and the New York Times. I don't know why. I I mean, I know why. She is going to release her own documentary about her life and her career in January on A&E. It's it's, uh, several hours. It's two parts on A&E. So, and she's going to address the Super Bowl incident. You know, if she addresses it and some there's some revelation, I will take all this back because I'm I'm team Janet and team Justin. And I think I think it's ridiculous that Justin Timberlake is getting all this heat at this point. It's like it's like so dumb. He's apologized. We all have to move on. But Wayne Scott Lucas, interestingly enough, he says Janet did not want anyone in her circle to talk about this documentary. She's going to do a reveal. But he says he can't be quiet any longer. And essentially, he blame. First of all, he blames Justin Timberlake. He says that Justin Timberlake has never spoken to him again. Um, You know, and Wayne Scott Lucas alleges to the fact that, yes, there was a part of her wardrobe, maybe not her titty, but there was a part of the wardrobe on the bust that was supposed to come off. And Wayne Scott Lucas blames the people running the delay of the Super Bowl. And he says they could have easily, which he is right, although I have to check because I'm thinking in 2004 they didn't have as much of a delay as they do now. Like now I think they have a nine second delay, which essentially means when you're watching live television, you're watching nine seconds behind because they're in case something like an F-bomb is dropped or whatever, you know, the controller, the editor, they can they can stop the show. So Wayne Scott Lucas says that there was a delay that they could have easily played. They didn't. He says also Justin Timberlake's a douche. Justin Timberlake has never spoken to him since, but that the three of them did talk about a reveal at the end. Okay, so then why are we blaming Justin Timberlake? And P.S. in this documentary, so here's the thing, and I think I said this on my TikTok. I'll say this now. This is what, love him or hate him, what President Trump was so good at. You have to get your own side of the story out. You have to talk. Because even if people don't believe you, there's going to be a huge portion of the population that believes you that's on your side. Hello. We saw that with Trump, right? You know, I mean, I don't know, gaslighting, whatever he's doing. I have to Google gaslighting every single time. I never can remember what it means. Uh, You know, it's the same with Dave Portnoy. Get your side of the story out there. You can't let one side of the story 
be dictated. And unfortunately, that's what Janet Jackson did. And I hope in her documentary that's coming out in January, she addresses this because she decided after this incident to basically not talk. She even goes on David Letterman. David Letterman is like jabbing at her, jabbing at her, you know, and and trying to get her to talk about the incident. Was it a accident? Was it a wardrobe malfunction? Was it intentional? And she's like, I just want to move on with my life. I want to move on. We, nobody can, okay? Because because people are obsessed with stupid things over and over and over again. Hence why we still hate Justin Timberlake 20 years after these incidents, all right? But I think it was, I don't think it was in her best interest or PR move to not speak. And was misogyny and sexism at play? A hundred percent, you know, a hundred percent in 2004. We treated women so poorly then, you know, it was still the era of shock jocks. After that, I mean, Howard Stern was fired from clear channel radio stations and tampered down and then ends up going on to Sirius XM. You know, it was a different era, which people fail to forget when we talk about, you know, nuances and things like all that. But to me, I feel like if anything, this documentary exonerates Justin Timberlake because it shows the sexism that Janet Jackson was felt by allegedly radio stations across the country, although they have like a head of Clear Channel Radio at the time saying that they didn't blackball her. I guess the company-wide didn't. But if certain PDs and certain cities program directors who make up, who make decisions about what's going to be played on radio stations, they certainly might have in different cities. So to me, that's like, excuse me, sir, you basically allowed a blacklist to happen for her. So fuck you, you know? Then we find out Les Moondas at CBS. And again, here's what Justin Timberlake did that she didn't want to do. And I just want to know, good for her. She took a stance. She was already rich. She was already famous. Maybe she didn't care. Maybe she was like, you know what? I don't need to speak on this. It's a little titty. Who cares? You know, kids of America get used to it. And P.S., anybody over 30 that's offended by that? Oh, my God. Who are you? What do you live in a basement playing Minecraft? Everyone's seen a tit. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, JT, he goes around and he apologizes. He goes to the Grammys a week later. He apologizes. He goes in the big scene that we didn't know before. Les Moonves, who was the head of CBS at the time, and they were putting on the Super Bowl. He wanted Janet and Justin to go directly to him and essentially kiss the ring. He was the most power, one of the most powerful TV execs. And he did, he probably did dictate who continued to have her career, who didn't. He wanted an in-person apology. Justin Timberlake goes to LA and gives that to him. According to this documentary, she didn't do that. So I don't know, you know, should you have to do that? No. Is that part of the sexism and misogyny? Yes. But also didn't Justin Timberlake play the game? I mean, didn't he play the game and then he was rewarded by being able to come back to the Super Bowl and do his own performances in the late aughts? I don't know. Leave a comment in, this, in the comment section. But to me, it seems like JT kept speaking about it. At first, he joked about it. And he was like, I, we love giving people something to talk about right after the incident happened. And then he apologized because he realized that families were outraged. And he said, even at the Grammys, look, if anybody, any of my fans, any of you watching are offended, I'm sorry. All right. Well, whether he meant it or not, that seems like he said something and she just chose not to say anything. And I would love to know why. I'm a huge fan. I love supporting her. I love her music. She is, I, I mean, she went to the rock, rock and Roll Hall of Fame, was inducted and said, we need to induct more women. How could you not? I love her. How could you not rally for a woman like this? I, I rally for her. But also, I'm curious why she didn't say anything. I feel like that hurt her career. And I'm sure Les Moonves, we all know he's a douche. I'm sure he did then probably take step. He probably said to other people in the industry, she's difficult, don't work with her, yada, yada. But did Janet care? Maybe Janet didn't care. I don't know. They don't really address that. They just have a lot of people in this documentary making assumptions about her. Yeah, we know it was sexism, 100%. We know it was misogyny at work. And they go on to say... Like Justin Timberlake had a great career. But can you blame it? I mean, maybe he did the right moves and played the game in, like you have to do in any industry. I, I don't know. Am I bananas? You can leave comments in the section. Anyway, overall, I would definitely watch this. I do enjoy a documentary that I sort of is slow for me to get into and then I really like. Um, it's a fascinating time in pop culture. I think, uh, of course, like we see now, it's no... Nobody cares. Um, you know, you forget at that Super Bowl in 2004, Kid Rock performed, Jessica Simpson, um, P. Diddy performed, Nelly. Kid Rock wore an American flag. And uh, a, like supposedly the guy that was like the head of the NFL, his daughter called him and was like, my life will never be the same. He wore the American flag. Fuck off. Who are you? Get over yourself. He's a performer who, you know, loved America or whatever and celebrated the flag. Really? Okay, you were that emotionally traumatized over that? Oh, my God, please. Snowflake before there were snowflakes. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is it just me? I don't get offended by this stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, the woman that pissed in that guy's face at the concert, that's a little offense. That's upsetting. But now we have that. So does anyone care about, you know, Janet's titty? I don't think so. I enjoyed it. 
Do you care? I do have to say, I see a lot of people in the comments going, no one cares anymore. This was a moment that was way overblown for a portion of time, but now everybody loves Janet. Everybody wants to celebrate her. Um, You know, I, like I said, unless Justin Timberlake is a complete douche, it's Britney Spears just posted a video dancing to his music. It seems like both the women have forgiven him. Janet even tweeted out this cryptic tweet after this documentary, basically saying we're not hating anymore, we're appreciating, certainly seemed to allude to the fact that she and Justin are fine. They were good friends before the Super Bowl. You know, he's apologized to her since. But, you know, look, if I have to eat my words and apologize for defending Justin Timberlake, I will. You know, it might happen. So definitely watch. Again, I think it's time to let JT out of the doghouse. Two other stories I want to talk about for the podcast, but let's thank some sponsors. So I love ZocDoc. Have you heard of the free app that helps you locate and find a doctor or a therapist? Basically, anyone in the medical field, wherever you need it. I have ZocDoc because let's be honest, during the pandemic, a lot of us neglected our health. A lot of us didn't go to the doctor, but now you can. So if you get excited about five-star ratings, well, ratings do mean a lot. And when it comes to finding healthcare, ratings matter even more. ZocDoc is an app where you can compare doctors by their ratings and read reviews from real patients. That means a lot. So you can find and book highly rated local doctors. When you need a doctor, you need a doctor now. Not in a few days, not in a few weeks, and definitely not in a few months. Well, with ZocDoc, there are appointments available as soon as today. Just download the free ZocDoc app. It's the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, as I mentioned, and book an appointment in person or a video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com TSFS and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Guys, I love when you support the show and you use my sponsors. ZocDoc makes healthcare so easy. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com TSFS and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. I booked a top-rated doctor. I was looking for an eye doctor, so downloaded ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. I found a eye doctor in my area. I got an appointment within a week. It was amazing. Uh, many are available as soon as today, as I mentioned, just like my experience. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash T-S-F-S. Also, Horizon Fibroids. If you're in the DMV area, fibroids for women, 80% of us will have one before the age of 50. Yikes. They also can impact your fertility. How do you know if you have fibroids? Well, many of you probably already know because your periods are long, they're heavy, cramping is severe. You might even have bloating and you're like, hmm, why do I have this sort of like bloating pouch? Well, all could be signs of fibroids. If you've been diagnosed with fibroids and you love your OBGYN like I do, your OB may not even know all the treatments that are available. That's where Horizon Fibroids comes in. Horizonfibroids.com is the website. They accept almost all insurance. You can go there. You can plug in your insurance to see if they take yours. Or right now, Dr. Will Neem, who's a top fibroid doctor in Maryland and across the country, is giving away two free consultations to any women who just want a second opinion about their fibroids. You can email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. That's the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Email me and I'll give you a personal introduction to Dr. Will Neem. 
Everybody who has seen him that has been a listener to the show absolutely adores him and even takes selfies with him. He offers uterine fibroid embolization, which is a low downtime surgery. They go in through your wrist. I don't, it's some sort of miracle as far as I'm concerned. And they can help shrink and, and cut off those. Um, they don't really cut off. I'm like giving you a bad description. Anyway, don't listen to my description. It's a low surgical, low downtime, low impact fibroid operation that a lot of your OBs don't even know about. So email me, thesarahfrasershow at gmail.com, or if if you'd like to make an appointment now, you can go to horizonfibroids.com. Colton Underwood, I became interested in him because just his whole story of coming out. Well, The Bachelor, former Bachelor, is going to be talking about his journey Friday, December 3rd in a six-part series that'll chronicle his journey of coming out. It's called Coming Out Colton. I can't wait. You know, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I'm really fascinated by this documentary because over the years, like it's one of those things, right, where I think we take... Now so many, you see so many out people and the LGBT community is so active, but you really forget. I have a couple of friends I can name that they, I don't know that they'll ever come out publicly. And it's, it's so sad. Like they still have family pressure. They have religious pressure. And you would think that it's one of those things of now more than ever, it's acceptable to be gay, right? But people still personally struggle with it. And Colton talks about the former Bachelor star, how he never wanted to be gay. And I think that's such a fascinating question, actually. I mean, does anyone want to be gay? I mean, do you start out that way? Of course, you celebrate who you are. But, uh, you know, it's such a difficult, it's still such a difficult thing, I think, that lots of times we take for granted. So I'm really curious about his special. It's going to be a six-part docu-series, as I mentioned. The former professional football player says he never wanted to be gay as he examines his Christian upbringing and the conflicts of his personal feelings. He also addresses the pain that he caused Cassie Randolph, the winner of the season of The Bachelor. Randolph got a restraining order against Underwood in September 2020, alleging that he stalked her, harassed her with text messages, and even planted a tracking device under her car. Okay, I'm ready to hear more about that because you sound like a crazy asshole as far as I'm concerned. So it drops December uh, 3rd on Netflix. Also, if you've ever wanted to join the Mile High Club, now there's a service in Vegas where for $995, I'm going to get my husband to do this. They'll take you up on a flight and you can join the Mile High Club. Now, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I looked at the, uh, at the um, plane that they put you in. It's like a little private jet. It's a little rinky-dink for me. But the pictures look great. They have pillows in the back. They have like, like a little like sex ball. You can, but this little jet that they put you on, I mean, it seems to me like the pilots are watching. That's all I can say. And you know what? How do I know that that pilot isn't going to be distracted and then like crash the plane while I'm trying to join the Mile High Club? I think this service is amazing. They say they're selling out left and right. I bet. Uh, 78% of Americans say that they would love to join the Mile High Club, but only 5% would. Well, of course. Have you been on a flight recently? I mean, it's so hard to even get to the bathroom, let alone two people. I mean... I just flew American Airlines. I, could, I couldn't even cross my legs, you know? And I mean, I, I'm a little chubby since having a child, but I mean, you know, I don't have to get the seatbelt extender and I could hardly cross them. I, you know, it's a little tight for me. Anyhow, uh, they're saying that you can join. Let me find the name of the service. I really want you to, to if you want this, I really, I really want you to go. It, it sounds amazing. And if I were in Vegas, I would totally do this. Um, people are saying they have the best sex of their lives. It's called Love Cloud Vegas, a romantic airline company offering 45-minute mile-high club flights. Now, some people are saying 45 minutes isn't enough. Who are you? You know, what are you, staying with tantric sex? You and Will Smith? 
I mean, my husband and I, do we get a discounted rate if it's 15 minutes? All you need to do is do takeoff and then we can land again, you know? Anyway, I always love you. Thank you for listening and watching the show. Uh, Tell somebody about the Sarah Fraser show that has never heard of me. I'll be back with a brand new episode on Monday. Bye, everybody! Bye, everybody! Bye, bye, everybody! Bye.